She's his brown bag lunch. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Paper Bag Princess, by Robert Munch, art by Michael Marchenko, published by Anik Press. The Paper Bag Princess watches as a princess's perfect life is turned upside down when a fire-breathing dragon destroys her kingdom and takes the man she's supposed to marry away. Will this princess be able to piece her life back together? Or will she go on a revenge mission to take out the dragon who ruined her life? Well, be ready to stop, drop, and roll. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on Princess Elizabeth, longingly gazing at the guy she's engaged to. Prince Ronald. We can tell by the look on his face. He's in over his head, thinking, I'm going to be stuck with her the rest of my life? No way is he ready to settle down. We learn that Elizabeth had it all. You know, the expensive clothes, the castle, the whole thing. She's a regular Nicole Richie. That's hot. Without warning, a dragon comes in, destroys everything, takes Prince Ron, and burns off her clothes. That's hot. In more ways than one. Spoiler alert, there's no nudity in the pictures. So if you're looking for that kind of thing, look elsewhere, you sicko. I have so many questions about this. I wonder what the dragon wanted with Ron. Is this a regular thing? Like a natural disaster, or an animal attack, or Kanye West saying anti-Semitic shit? Who knows? But what we do know is, Elizabeth's world has been turned upside down. Everything was turned to ashes, except a paper bag? Huh? Out of everything that caught fire, I would have expected that to burn first. I mean, when have we ever heard someone say, Dude, I'm going to light this bag of shit on fire and put it on our neighbor's doorstep. No, dude. Paper bags take way too long to light. Use this rock. Anyway, the princess uses the bag as a dress and then sets out for revenge. She follows the wake of destruction back to the dragon's hideout to get her boo back. Nothing is getting in this girl's way. I love a good revenge story. Quote, Finally, Elizabeth came to a cave with a large door that had a huge knocker on it. She took hold of the knocker and banged on the door. End quote. What knockers? If you don't know the movie Young Frankenstein, get to know it. After she bangs those things around, the dragon comes to the door and is like, I didn't order Uber Eats. I'd love to eat a princess, but I'm stuffed from earlier. And slams the door on her and is like, Go away! Elizabeth is having a little too much fun with these knockers, and she bangs them against the door again. She just won't take no for an answer. Like a guy selling magazines at a house that clearly has a sign that says, No solicitors. Hi, sir. I was wondering if I could sell you a subscription to People Magazine. Can't you read the sign? Now that takes some balls. Elizabeth is like, Your brown bag lunch is here. But this dragon is a busy man, and is clearly distracted with a bunch of work, and is like, 
Come back in the moan. But before he can close the door, Elizabeth stops him and asks him if it's really the case that he's the wisest and most ferocious dragon. To which he replies, Why, of course. She begins to ask him if everything she heard about him is true, such as his fiery breath being able to burn up as many as ten, count them, ten, forests. And what I love about this dragon is, he doesn't just say yes, he shows her. This guy isn't all talk, like your buddy Bill, who claims he could have gone D1 if it wasn't for that knee injury that sidelined him his senior year. Though, I have to ask, in this case with Elizabeth and the dragon, is this really necessary? Well, Elizabeth cheers it on, so for an encore, the dragon torches a hundred forests. We aren't talking a hundred trees here. We're talking forests. The whole kitten caboodle. The trees burned down to the stumps, wildlife gone, and all the Boy Scout troops on their camping trip. Say sayonara to that badge. I have to wonder, is the author making a statement about how much destruction to the environment is worth one human life. It certainly has me wondering if there was another way to go about this, at the least. All this burning has the dragon out of fire. If he needs help spitting hot fire, he could call me up. No? Okay. Elizabeth then asks the dragon if he can circumnavigate the world in 10 seconds. And he's like, but of course. For all this dragon's faults, I have to compliment him again. He's quite the shower. Like I said, anyone can talk about how great they are. It's another to prove it. So when he gets back from circling the globe, Elizabeth is like, Can you do it again? I didn't quite catch it. And he obliges. At this point, it's becoming clear what Elizabeth is up to. She's tuckering this guy out so she can have an easier time procuring her fiancé. If it wasn't for all the destruction, I would say that's using her head. After all of his showing off, the dragon goes to sleep, and when Elizabeth tries to wake him up, he just stays in his slumber. He was beat. A dragon can only burn so much. Elizabeth walks into the dragon's cave, unabated, and there is old Ron, unharmed, and looking like his dapper self. Quote, He looked at her and said, Elizabeth! You're a mess. You smell like ashes. Your hair is all tangled, and you're wearing a dirty old paper bag. Come back when you're dressed like a real princess. End quote. Jeez. Harsh. Everything was taken away from her. She's had a long day. Give the gal a break. What an asshole. But let's dive a little deeper, shall we? Why would he say such mean things? Well, isn't it obvious at this point? The dragon and old Ron set the escape up from the beginning. Could it be he was hiding in the cave the whole time? Like, Shit! How the hell did she find us? I'm not going back with her. You go out there and talk to her. And instead of calling her crazy and that he can't live with her quirks and temper anymore, he decided to plant a seed to make her not like him. And he came up with the excuse that she wasn't cleaned up, telling her to go back and clean up, hoping that she wouldn't return. I mean, we have to ask, what girl is willing to destroy everything in sight to get what she wants? Well, apparently this girl. And what guy thinks he's better off staying with a man-eating dragon than going back with a girl 
who barely has any clothes on. I don't care how dirty she is. It's obvious. This girl was a crazy person, and he tried to let her down easy. It worked too, because he made her feel like she was making the decision. So now he's not the bad guy for dumping her. Because the story ends with Elizabeth deciding not to marry him. Hey, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just calling it how it is. So what's the moral here? I think it's pretty clear that if you're stuck with a miserable person as a potential life partner, end it before it not only destroys your life, but the lives of everyone around you. Yeah, that's it. What do I think of Bob's work? Well, I would like to point out that he wrote a massive hit that we'll have to review in the future. I just haven't done it because it's entirely too depressing. It's called Love You Forever. His writing in this one, though, was humorous, but there was definitely some mixed messages. In fact, some of the messages, one could argue, were just plain wrong. But that being said, it was all in good fun, so I'm willing to look past them. I heard a lot of people raving about this read, and being honest, it was just the group that'll rave about anything girl power. But they may be confused, because this doesn't send a girl power message in the least. They might need to go back and reread it. As for Mike's pictures, they paired with the silly writing quite well. I feel like I've seen them before, but I can't quite put my finger on them. Anyway, they depicted the old world vibe nicely, and gave the book a Monty Python feel. If you want a few yucks about a relationship gone wrong, flip through this. Just don't let the wife see what you're laughing at. You think this dragon was bad. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.4. I'll have a heapin' helpin' and go back for another serving. But I'll stop when I get to the burnt stuff. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.